Welcome everyone, we are about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, Shalom Bayus Shir, number 203. Your own changes are likely to elicit changes in your spouse. When you change yourself internally and in your own behaviors, it's very, very likely that that will influence your husband and your wife to change accordingly also for the better. There are many, many instances when a direct attempt to change your spouse won't work, it will not be successful. They may resent your approach, or it may be that he or she thinks that any problem in the marriage is totally your fault. And even if you get other people to agree that your spouse needs to make changes, your spouse may deny that they need to change. And when your spouse is not open to making these changes, then we, this outcome thinking that we started to talk about in the last few shiurim will help greatly. And that means that you refrain from telling your husband or from your wife to change. You change yourself, and by changing yourself, you're more likely to change the way your spouse responds to you. In other words, if you used to get angry over your spouse's not being the way you wished him or her to be, and now you are more accepting of your spouse, then your spouse will probably try to make you happier since you're being more pleasant. And um, a social worker once said this, he says, since relationships are made up of predictable, repetitive action-reaction patterns that occur over time, so even when one partner, only one partner, is willing to work on solving the family problems, there's a lot that you can do. This is a concept that we talked about in the past a lot, and it needs to be re-emphasized again and again and again. By you deciding that no matter how your spouse is behaving towards you, that you're going to change your behavior for the better, that helps tremendously. That does not mean that you're, you are 100% wrong and your spouse is 100% right. doesn't mean that. But what it does mean is, is that when you do work on what you can work on, it automatically has a ripple effect and it affects your spouse in a positive way and they'll respond more positively. So if you're not happy with the way your husband or wife is acting towards you, one of the solutions is, is to speak out and act in the best possible way that you can react. And by doing so, you're changing this action-reaction pattern. Pattern. Now, you used to have a certain mode of doing something in which your spouse reacted a certain way, and now, by you improving and adjusting your own behaviors, ultimately, it'll influence the way your spouse reacts towards you. When you interact with your husband and wife, you need to realize it's not just that it's an objective observer watching you from a distance. Everything that you say, everything that you do, even the tone of your voice, even the look on your face, even your body language, all have an effect on your spouse. And one real key to get your spouse to make positive train changes is by increasing your own self-awareness and improving on your own character. 
a few anecdotes here from Rosalek Pliskin that's worth mentioning here. I have a strong need for neatness and order. That's how I was raised, and that's how I like my house to be. My wife and I have young children, and the floor is always a mess with toys and with papers, and I was experiencing difficult financial pressures. And unfortunately, I took my frustration out on my wife when I came home in the evenings. The moment I walked into the house, I would ask, why couldn't you clean up the house? Why didn't the children put away the toys? Why don't you train the children to be neater and more responsible? And one day, I was about to open the front door, and my wife pushed the door closed and said firmly, I'm not going to let you into the house unless you pledge not to ask any why questions for three full days. He agreed. He didn't really have too much of a choice. So I agreed. It took a lot of self-discipline on my part to refrain from using my usual litany of the why questions. Why this? Why that? Why are you doing this? Why are you not doing that? And I was forced to channel my frustration into a more positive direction. So now when I came home and saw a mess, I took a broom and swept the house myself. Previously, I was constantly scolding my wife to change the children and to train the children to clean up after themselves. And she argued that it took much of her time and energy to try to get them to do things they didn't like to do, and she was just exhausted to argue with them. And for three whole days, I kept my pledge, and I didn't ask why, not even once. When I came home on the fourth day, it was amazing. The house was as neat as could be. I don't know exactly how she did it, whether she got the children to help or whether she did it herself, but my own changes must have motivated hers. Very important concept that all of you need to realize and I need to realize myself. Very often, the changes in a marriage is by correcting and adjusting your own behaviors for which you know you need improvement upon. That is the opposite. That is not being a doormat. It is not saying that I'm always wrong and my spouse is always right. doesn't mean that. But what it means is, is the, 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 it takes two to tango. So the one to tango, which is me, I'm going to work on first. The things I know I need to fix, I'm going to work on first. So this is like this concept of this story over here, that this anecdote, which is so true, where the husband changed his behavior, stopped asking the why questions, even though he still felt frustrated, but he cleaned up himself. And in his case, the fourth day, the wife, something happened with the wife. She saw that she wasn't being attacked and condemned anymore. And she took the initiative and she did it. Now, sometimes it doesn't go as neat and clean as this anecdote um, relates. Like the, to, for three days, he, be, he was in a good behavior. And on the fourth day, boom, solution. Sometimes you need to be realistic. It doesn't always work that way. There's bumps in the road sometimes. Sometimes it takes a longer amount of time for your spouse to warm up towards your change of behavior till he or she finally trusts you about those changes that they're real. Sometimes they were so hurt in the past that it takes going to take more than three days to warm up, to allow themselves to become more vulnerable and to express 
their appreciation and their willingness to change. So it may not be as quick as this anecdote relates, but you chip away, you keep at it, you will see a gradual improvement, a real improvement in your spouse's behavior by the very fact that you're changing in a positive direction your own behavior. Another anecdote he relates is as follows. My mother was a bit compulsive and she spent much time and energy making certain that a house was spotless. I grew up with values of neatness, orderliness, cleanliness being constantly emphasized. So when I had my own house, I followed her example. And I also spend much time, much energy cleaning my house more than my friends did. And I would scold my husband if he made a mess or scratch the furniture or drop crumbs on the floor. And I would complain. One day, my husband blew up at me and said, you care more about your furniture than you care about people. And I yelled back at him, you're ungrateful for all the work I do. And you're, you're extremely insensitive. But deep down in my heart, I knew he was right. Order and cleanliness became a higher priority on my list of priorities than the feelings of others. And while I did not want to admit to my husband that his criticism was valid, I made a resolution to make my husband's feelings my top priority. The ironic thing is that after I did this, he was more careful than before, not to cause me any extra work. Here's a similar anecdote, and this is so true to real life. The wife realized she was going overboard, and she put the cleanliness over in priority, frustrated her husband. And again, the husband could have been more careful. It doesn't mean he's 100% right here. But what she did was, she switched it a little bit, realized order and cleanliness is high, but it can't be over the feelings of others. She, she stopped criticizing him. When there were crumbs on the floor, she held herself back. She cleaned it herself. She stopped criticizing him for it. And those small changes that the husband realized, also, hey, she's not harassing me about this, this, and the other thing, caused him to relax more and caused him indeed to, over time, be more careful with the way he, he himself conduct himself in regards to cleanliness. So this is another example of the same point. When you work on your own behaviors first, it'll have a ripple effect on your spouse's behaviors in a positive direction. Another anecdote that he brings down is as follows. He says, my wife, my husband is very outgoing and sociable. He has many friends. He's very well-liked. His sense of humor, however, causes me much discomfort. And when we were first married, I kept asking him not to make his stupid jokes. He, however, insisted that other people enjoyed his jokes, but I disagreed. And I told my husband, others often laugh just to be polite. And his response was, I've been told over and over again how much other people enjoy my company because of my sense of humor. I never make fun of other people. And you're the only one I've ever met who told me that my jokes are inappropriate. And I made a point to observe the reaction of others when my husband cracked these corny jokes. And I had to agree that most people did indeed enjoy them. Uh, he had a harmless chutzpah that others, chutzpah that others appreciated. Many wished that they had an emotional courage to express whatever that was on their mind the way he did. So I came to the conclusion 
that we would only get into more painful arguments and it would be a lose-lose situation if I kept insisting that he stopped joking the way he did. So I made a decision to accept his sense of humor. I still cringe once in a while uh, when he makes these corny jokes. It bothers me a little bit. But for Shalom Bayes, I don't make an issue. And now my husband's jokes bother me a lot less than it did before. And when my husband saw that I was more accepting of his joking, he reciprocated by being more careful, not to say things that I would find offensive and inappropriate. He even saved his corniest jokes for when I wasn't present. But you get the idea. From these three anecdotes, you get the idea, and everyone knows their own personal situation, and they have the ability to do this. They have the ability to do this when it's a touchy subject between a husband and a wife, where one is very upset or annoyed at the other about a particular behavior. And what's important to do is, like I said, is you make these changes. You don't have to announce, I am making these changes. Like in the case of this messy house where the husband didn't say any, anything. He just changed his behavior. And he cleaned up the room himself. Or, he changed, or she changed his behavior. And didn't ask why you do this and why you do that. Or criticize this or criticize that. And then they notice, after a while they notice, hey, there's a shift here. They're not their behavior is nicer towards me, more accepting towards me. And then they in turn start understanding the other point of view better. And sometimes they go out and help them and, 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 and accommodate and help and react. And this is not an easy thing in human nature. Because when we're hurt by our husband, when we're hurt by our, spa- our wife, when we're in a bad mood, when we see something that the other one did wrong, and let's say, and indeed it is, a legitimate point that you have. Let's not talk about something that's unreasonable. You have a logical, reason, reasonable reason why something that your husband and wife is doing that is upsetting to you. But even so, even so, direct approach sometimes with communication does help. But if times where you feel that it's just spiraling and or it's bouncing back and forth and nothing's being accomplished, the key is is to ultimately change your own behavior in subtle ways. Sometimes it's interesting. You don't even need to tell your husband or wife. So any of you are in a situation where right now your marriage is having some bumps in the road, you look into deep into yourself and you say to yourself, okay, right now I'm not going to focus on having my wife or husband change this and that about them. I'm going to work on changing the percentage of things that I know I need to work on. Let me work on it. You don't even have to tell your spouse. You just shift your behaviors and do it differently than it was before. You used to, let's say, as an example, Friday afternoons, um, the husband's very tense, let's say, and then you do this, do this, do this before Shabbos and very tense and, and yelling or, or, you know, and, 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 and take care of this, take care of that. And he creates a lot of tension in the house, Arab Shabbos, and the wife gets more agitated and upset or the children also because of his pressures about his anxiety about getting things done before Shabbos. So he says to himself, I'm going to work on this. And they, he doesn't even have to say anything. All he does is he dials down the volume, does certain things himself, forces himself, even though it's hard to talk in a kinder voice. He does this for a few Friday afternoons in a row. Ultimately, you will see a big change in the whole ruach of the family and the way they respond 
back to him. And this is a one of the biggest yesidis in healing marriages, in making marriages better. And this is the first step that's doable and workable. And don't give up if you don't see results right away. You keep at it and ultimately you will see the results. Have a wonderful day.